Blog Talk Radio. everyone. We're back. It is the Square Chickle Cafe after a long couple months hiatus. We're back. And of course, the host is Daria. And I just want to take the time right now to say Daisy again and especially Beth for taking the time to help me out during my recovery. And each one of us had a little something that was pretty much keeping us off the show. I thought you were on hiatus for a while. Jeremy moving and Jason's job and Beth coming down with the flu and me being in the hospital. You know, the show had to be put on the back end for a while until everything was settled down. But now everything's settled down. We're back. Here we are. Better than ever. We have a brand new format and style. Thanks to JC. So let's get to it, shall we? With us as always. And next to me to my left here is Beth. And live from the OK, short for Oklahoma, as in Oklahoma City, here is Jeremy, everyone. Yeah, I gotta say, that's a little weird. I know, it does feel weird saying that, but that is where you're living now. Yep, it is indeed. I'm just right. on my way back from the home of uh, the hometown of good old JR, Jim Ross, a.k.a. Oh, Norman. Yes. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Yep. I can't wait to see pictures about it on your social media. Uh, I like Monday, JC will be joining us soon enough. And as always, it is Tuesday night. It is 8 p.m. So we will be having a little bit of disaster to it as well as we open up the show with an interview with Scott Fair, the champion, who took the Sunday title against the other member of this interview tonight, Ruby Riot, and then the leader of the Riot Squad. This Sunday at Fastlane. Now, coming up on the show tonight, we'll be talking about WrestleMania 34 and some of the matches that are coming out. Um, the introduction of Ronda Rousey, her signing with Raw, and what's going on afterwards. John Cena sits for his WrestleMania moment, trying to find his way into a WrestleMania match. Tony Callahan, and it's gotten in hot water lately. 
and other things as well. So right now let's get started. Let's start with, of course, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey made her debut at the Royal Rumble. And she signed a contract with Money Night Raw. She did a Raw Superstar. And of course, this brought out so of course they're happy that Rhonda signed with the WWE because she is now under their control. Or so they thought. Uh, they thought wrong. They thought wrong indeed. We've got our fourth member joining us now. Here she is. Here's JC, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, JC. Hey. How are you tonight? I'm good. Just want to let y'all know I haven't watched SmackDown in like weeks. So I'm going to be a little rusty on the storyline. Well, that's okay. We'll be going over everything throughout the entire show, but right now we're starting off with discussing Ronda Rousey and her Raw debut. Oh, boy. (laughs) And how last night on Raw, she was announcing, it was, Kurt Angle, of course, was angry over the fact that at Ronda Rousey's contract signing, things went awry, and Ronda put Triple H through a table, and then last week on Raw, Triple H punched Kurt Angle in the face. So Kurt Angle called out um, Triple H for punching him. Stephanie came out, which then brought out Ronda Rousey. And Ronda was training. She knew exactly who the WrestleMania opponent was going to be. And without even waiting for the drum roll to end, announced her opponent would be none other than Stephanie McMahon who then had her husband come out and claim that that wasn't going to happen. However, Kurt Angle brought up a point that even though Triple H and Stephanie have contracts to be executives, they also have contracts to be WWE superstars, which puts them under Kurt Angle's general management. So therefore... Instead of having Ronda Rousey versus Stephanie McMahon, we're going to have a mixed tag team match. We're going to have Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie and Triple H. Now, how do you uh, how do you guys feel about that? Uh, you kind of had to see it coming. I mean, they they wouldn't have done the the thing at Mania 31 if it wasn't going to lead to something. But at WrestleMania 31, it was The Rock that was by his side. Unfortunately, we're not going to be getting The Rock for this year's WrestleMania. Do you feel that having Kurt Angle was a better option? I don't think it really made a difference one way or the other, to be honest with you. I honestly, I think it should have been The Rock. The Rock was, the Rock was there for the start of this whole thing, and 
personally, I have no desire to see Kurt Angle in the ring again. All right, JC, how about you? How do you feel about this angle, so to speak? Well, since I'm going to be watching this in person, I guess I need help and say, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, let's put it this way. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't all that, like, you know, excited, more like, yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, well, since you're here, let's see what you can do. Um, as far as Ronda um, is concerned. Now, with this whole setup, of course it's going to be a, a like a tag team match because, one, we don't even know what she's – okay, we know what she's like in, um, in, in, in like, the MMA and their octagon, but how is she going to react in the ring um, – and then as far as making it have her have her like her debut match, I don't think they wanna highlight any shortcomings she may have, so what way to do this to show her show her off without actually quote unquote showing her off is put her in a tag match or a mixed tag match. So I mean, I understand where they're coming from, so I'm just gonna be like, Well, I'm just gonna wait and see. It may turn out pretty good. Or maybe crap, but, you know, whatever. Well, I'm kind of with Beth on the idea that maybe I'm not really too keen on it being Kurt Angle. However, I mean, the setup for it was pretty cool about it. I mean, Kurt Angle's pretty much getting sick and tired of being under Stephanie McMahon's thumb. And, you know, Triple H, of course, is Mike standing up to his wife. So it's a logical reason. I, I think it's this way. I, I just, because of the fact he's out with injury, we're not having to worry about her sending in his precious baby boy in his place with her. Thank God we don't have to be able to scrap with you for a while. That is true. She, of course, is referring to Jason Jordan. You know what yeah, I mean? I got I got okay. Oh. I. I was just going to say that um, I, I see the point about it not being Kurt Angle. I just I, I just don't see who you could have fit in there other than The Rock. Yeah, I think it really wasn't anybody else. I mean, John Cena could have stepped up and had his WrestleMania moment, but I don't think that would have gone over as well as a pregnant woman pole vaulting. You'd rather see a pregnant woman pole vaulting than John Cena? In that aspect, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Now, JC, what were you going to um, say? No, I was going to say, if, you know, if the WWE was going to go for continuity, uh, not that word right this time, like, here's a backstory. Kurt Angle thought he had a good relationship with Stephanie because of the stuff they did back in the day, you know. And apparently, now that, you know, she's got a little more um, power, and she thought she could play him like a puppet, and, you know, because they didn't get, they got their wires crossed, and and now you got Kurt, he's like, okay, well, that's how you're going to play it. Well, screw you. I'm just going to tell all your business. So... 
stuff happened, and here we are. That's what I was going for. Like, maybe they're playing something off of stuff that happened even further back. But that's just me uh, I, talking. That's just me being a little uh, linear about it. I just thought it was kind of strange how Stephanie McMahon last night had to go there with with Kurt Angle talking about his past marriages and his kids and stuff like that. And I was just like, man, I was like, that's cold. And well, I was considering wondering his uh, ex-marriage to one of the dudes that's going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame, I kind of feel it. Kind of feel that way. Yeah, it is going to be kind of awkward to be seeing the guy whose wife he did marry and the same Hall of Fame as you are. But then again, it should be pointed out that they worked together in the same company after yeah, that's true. the whole thing with Karen. All right. Yeah, that's a good point. It's an absolute good point. But you know how the WWE likes to work. They need controversy creates cash, so they'll make it in in any way, shape, or form. But I'm just, but yeah, true. <laughs> I just, I just quoted Eric Bischoff. I can't believe I said that. Yes, you did. I can't believe you just did that either. Boy. And I think on that note, we need a quick station identification. This is Father Evil. And it would be a sin not to listen to the Squared Circle Cafe. And I will be praying for you as you listen. Et orare pro vobis in tenebris, di nomine Patre, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. <laughs> All right, so we've got WrestleMania coming up around the corner. And it's only, I think, what, 53 days away? Which I believe yeah. was the last, yeah, was the last check-in. So. 31. No, 33. Tomorrow will be 31. No, 32. Tomorrow will be 31. God, I can't get right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last night it said 34. At least that's what I, that's what I remember. Well, either way, we've got WrestleMania coming up, and so far the announced matches that are coming up are the aforementioned mixed tag team match, which is, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. And we've got, just also recently announced, we have a triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship. We have The Miz defending his Intercontinental Championship against both Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. Don't. We have, yep. We have our... SmackDown championship match with AJ Styles defending his championship against Shinsuke Nakamura, who won the Royal Rumble this year. Hold up. That's right, as long well, as AJ wins on Sunday. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't know if AJ's going to make it, though, because we got Fastlane coming up, and we got that five-man deal for his belt. Yep, and we have, um, and for our Raw title matchup, we have Roman Reigns 
Yeah, the fast lane fast lane is a six man match. Remember? Oh, yeah, but oh, now it's a yeah. challenge. Thanks to I told you I was going to run it on the AJ Yep, with John Cena um, beating down AJ Styles last week and AJ Styles being defeated at the hands of John Cena, John Cena is now in the six-pack challenge to face AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. So the question is, if our dream match at WrestleMania is going to actually happen or are we going to get John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura if things are going the way they do? But... There have been rumors flying about John Cena's match at WrestleMania because, I mean, it's rumored that John Cena would be facing The Undertaker, but also there were rumors flying that Rey Mysterio would have been John Cena's opponent. However, before Rey injured himself at Northwest, at North, um, or what is it? Northeast Wrestling? Yes. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I can see it in my head, but I couldn't. The name wasn't wanting to come to my tongue. Yep, as Beth has said this weekend at Northeast Wrestling, Ray Mysterio injured his bicep, so now his WrestleMania status is in question, which once again puts the the possible Cena-Undertaker match happening. Now here's a question for all of you. You already know my answer. Do we want to see the John Cena versus The Undertaker? No. All right, that's a no from JC. Jeremy? I'm a yes. You're a yes? All right, boss? Yes. So we have two yeses and two noes, so we're 50-50 here. (laughs) All right, well, we heard Beth's reasoning as to why she wants to see Cena. Jeremy, what's your reasoning? I want to see it because it's the biggest match left to do. Yeah, that's a good point. It is one of the bigger matches they haven't done yet at WrestleMania, so... I mean, my feelings personally is the fact that if he does face John Cena, it just makes what happened last year seem insignificant because you're bringing him back. I mean, last year was supposed to be uh, supposedly his last run. That's what it is for me. So if they retired the Undertaker dead man last year and instead he comes back as the American badass, then I can understand it. But... If he comes back as the Undertaker dead man, it'd be like, eh, oh, you know. JC, how do you feel? Yeah, that's my thing. It's like you literally had dudes disrobe, leave his stuff in the middle of the ring, and walk up the ramp after losing to Roman. So it's like, why would you bring him back after you literally had this dude retire? You could have just had him go back up the ramp and, and kept it moving. We'll see you next year. Yeah, I think that's pretty much a general consensus. 
However, WWE feels as though they can pull it off, so we'll see what happens. I mean, after Fastlane, you know, that's the question of, like, will John Cena be the champion by that point or not? And if he isn't, what's going to happen? And how soon can they get the storyline going? I mean, if Cena wanted to be at WrestleMania so bad, he could have just been the host of WrestleMania. So to me, it just feels so forced to have him try to find a place to be at WrestleMania. It's just like, you just now thought about you wanting to be there. You had, like, Royal Rumble to do something, and or even before Royal Rumble to do something. And it seems like you rushing it, bro. And it's, on, and it's and it's showing how corny it is. It's like you're inserting yourself in places you don't really need to be. Hmm. Actually, now that I think about it, it seems like a lot of these WrestleMania matches seem like they're just thrown together. Fair point. Those are fair points. Yeah, I think the only matchup that we really know about is Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ because, you know, he won the Rumble. No, that's true, but we we knew that until the whole John Cena needs to be a WrestleMania happened. Okay, I'll reword it. Shinsuke Nakamura is going for the WWE championship. Yeah, that that is the correct, that would be the correct wording. Yeah, that would be so. We know that the only ones we don't know is that we don't know who Oscar's facing. But these other matches that we're having, you know, it seems like they're either A, thrown together, or B, a long time coming, but we're not sure if we want it. Wait, hold on. I mean, we knew that we knew that Reigns was going to challenge for the. Uh, for the championship. And I got so much to say about that, but we'll if wait. You couldn't see that, if you couldn't see that coming last year, you're blind. Well, we knew that. Well, we know about that. I mean, we knew that was going to wind up happening. However, recent events are now putting that match in question. And JC, I think you know what I'm talking about. If, you got, if people don't know, why don't you tell everyone in? Well, I think start at the beginning of this year, um, there were some allegations that Roman and some uh, and some other people like Mark Wahlberg and Josh Mill, am I guy's name right? Yeah, was involved in buying steroids from this dude at a um, gym. Now, from and the guy is in jail now, so I so I'm not sure where this is coming from. But anyway, uh, um, from what I heard, Mark uh, Wahlberg's representative, um, Josh's representative, and Roman have released statements saying they don't know who this dude is. They haven't bought anything from him, and dude keeps saying that he has evidence, which he keeps saying that he has evidence. He's gonna put it out this week, and then like. Four weeks pass and we don't hear anything. It's like almost forgotten. And then he comes back and says, "I got the, I got evidence. I'm gonna post it up again." Then we're waiting. So we're now all waiting for this evidence to come out. 
right? Um, and most importantly, Roman did mention about his wellness violation. Was it two years ago? That happened, and since then he has been constantly being. He's been constantly tested. Um, so as we get closer to WrestleMania, we're waiting on whatever is supposed to happen with with evidence, which we have not seen yet. Which hold up, let me take that back. Has anyone, you know, amongst us, you know, being on the internet, has have we seen anything other than some video where he says he's going to announce something that's going to happen? Hmm. So we all been waiting on it, and I haven't seen anything. I mean, and you know, as a fan, I've been down this road before. So you know, Jeff Hardy, okay, you know, but my thing about this is, if it was such a big deal as the why you, I mean, as to what you want to um, bust somebody on. And, and this is part of a deal to get you your sentence reduced or whatever. Why are you dragging it out? And another thing, the guy that made the video that says he has the evidence, he literally announced that as soon as he he pops the evidence, he's leaving. And I'm like, why would you say that? Why would you tell people you're leaving? I don't know, but... Okay, let's play devil's advocate here for a second. God forbid evidence does come out and Roman is proven guilty. What happens to WrestleMania? Oh, God, man. Oh, God, man. Well, they're screwed. You just threw your whole main event away. Which is why there were rumors flying of the possibility of adding Ron Strowman to the main event. But they're building up Braun Strowman to fight Elias. I mean, I know what you're talking about the rumors, but why you why go through the whole process if you're building this Elias versus Braun Strowman deal? Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know. And. And even and even more, why would you put? Why would you? Why if you had a shred of doubt or you know, bit of, what is it? If you even had a inkling that maybe this stuff is true for Roman, why would you continue with the main event? I mean, why would you even have him win? Why would you even have him win elimination chamber? You could have killed Braun Strowman, OP as fuck. Like he did the entire thing until he, you know, got pinned by Roman. You could have had him win the entire thing. Why even go through the process? Who keeps hitting their button? There isn't yeah, I'm not doing anything. Weird, because the button, somebody, somebody hitting a button or something is beeping in my ear, and I don't think it's me. Nope. Nope, it's not, well, me. It's not me. Huh. 
I don't know that. That's weird. Party? Party? <laughs> no, I don't think it's party. <laughs> <laughs> if it were hardy, that well, would be something. Well, let's just kind of hope within the next... we got five weeks to make this WrestleMania bigger than it's... That it's bigger than it's, like it should be. Because... Especially now, there are rumors having that that triple threat Intercontinental Championship match might turn to a fatal four-way. Oh Not sure how you get there, to be honest with you. Yeah, considering, considering, Matt and Jeff got a got a meet and greet or VIP Saturday. What they gonna do? Fly like at night and just damn, that would be some. Well, I'm just thinking of WWE logic. Oh yeah. So that means the only way they can pull it off is if they get the same thing with impact and air it during Monday Night Raw. Which means Matt and Bray won't have a WrestleMania match. Oh, that's where that picture came from. It's the kind of thing because that would be a perfect WrestleMania match. It would, in theory. I mean, this feud's already been crazy enough as it is. And it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. And did you notice the well, filming of the footage for the ultimate deletion? That was all done by Reggie Hardy. Yeah, I noticed it. So, who knows? Who knows? Um, Two guys, Senior Benjamin, Lord Wolfgang, and King Maxwell, along with Queen Rebecca. Rebecca. Right. That's exactly what we're supposed to be getting. It's going to invoke my trust with the two. Queen Rebecca, King Benjamin, Vanguard One, King Maxwell, Lord Wolfgang. And then there's a picture from that is in Vanguard One to Benjamin Matt, Matt so obviously much younger and ruddy. A picture of Matt Hunt with Bushy 
two people making their debuts at What Wrestling will be ROA star ACH against former ECW star Super Crazy. And in the second Pick Your Poison matchup, Matt Tremont has gone ahead and hired a professional, and that is, of course, low-key. You'll be facing JT Dunn at what? Coming up on the coming up this Sunday, March 11th. Our poor friend who is the medic for what is going to have her hands full. She has already informed me that her medic bag for this show is well stocked with extra ice packs. She's going to need it for JT. So for tickets for that show, Go to what wrestling, go to wrestlinghasitomorrow.com, click on the tickets icon, get them while you can too. I'm understanding VIP is just about sold out, but you can get general admission. But just so you know, the VIP ticket not only gets you earlier admission than the general admission, but you also get, um, there is guaranteed stage seating, which the stage is the only place in the venue that there are actual seats. seats. And you get a $5 merchandise voucher towards what brand merchandise? Brand which one thing that they're doing that is very cool is they come out with a specific color t-shirt. That color is only available at that show to help commemorate that show. Last show, it was a red t-shirt. Their debut show back in January, it was a purple shirt. I was lucky enough to manage to get one of the purple shirts, and honestly, I'm kind of hoping because they normally show it ahead of time on social media so you can decide whether or not you're going to get it. I'm kind of hoping that for the month of uh, March that it's green, like a nice, pretty St. Patrick's Day green. Well, be sure to check that out. It is worth your, it is worth your money, and plus. At this show, you'll also find out any future happenings that will be happening at what. So, like I said, WrestlingHazardTomorrow.com. Get your tickets. You can follow on social media and on Facebook under What Wrestling. They really, they really are an awesome group. I've been to both shows. I've not been disappointed with either show. I've been thoroughly entertained. They've had so many great matches. So, please check them out. Check them out. They are worth it. What wrestling? Wrestling has a tomorrow. And here's one of the stars who will be at the next show. This is professional wrestling savior, the Juice JT Dunn, and you're listening to the Squared Circle Cafe only on blogtalkradio.com. All right, Jeremy. I understand that you're yeah. coming back from Norman, Oklahoma, which is the home, as you said, of Ju- Jim Hoff. How yep. is it down there? Well, uh, it is. It was about 50 degrees today, so can't complain too much. Uh, Norman is a bustling college town. Uh, I was actually on the OU campus for an hour or so this evening, and uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, their, their spring break is actually next week down here. Would you say it was a really nice town? Yeah, yeah, I had a good had a good time. I was out there uh for personal reasons. Uh we'll just say that for now. And leave yep. it at that. 
So how did it feel being around the town that Jim Ross grew up in? Do what? How did it feel being in the same town that J.R. grew up in? Well, actually, he grew up in another town called Westville, Oklahoma, which is closer to the state line with Arkansas. But, uh, of course, Norman is where he lives now. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Hopefully I'll get a chance to check out Oklahoma on my own sometime later this year. At least I'm hoping to. Right. That that's what that's what you're hoping to do and hopefully uh hopefully there are no no tornadoes when you come down. Because that's the one thing about where I live on the south side of Oklahoma City. Uh in nineteen ninety nine a tornado ripped right through uh literally right through where my bedroom sits now. Right gate. Yeah. We are dead center of that path. So yeah. Alright, well knock on wood it's going to be alright when I do come to visit. So Yeah. Alright. I mentioned this earlier and I think it bears touching upon again. As you know, Asha was the first woman ever to win the first ever women's Royal Rumble. Which meant we would get to choose who she's going to face at WrestleMania. However, before she could make a choice, Ronda Rousey appeared. So we never got a chance to hear what she had to say. It's been two months now, and she has yet to make a decision. So, well, rumor has it. But it could be a possibility that Oscar could jump ship and wall over the platform and face Charlotte for the title. So here's the question at hand. Should Oscar stay on Raw and face Alexa for the World Championship? Or should she jump ship and go over to SmackDown and challenge Charlotte? And keep in mind, she hasn't faced Charlotte yet. Hmm. What I would say, I would say jump. jump? I would say jump. I mean, jump. who's she got? Who's she got left to beat on Raw? Uh, hell, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, she even beat Alexa Bliss when when Bliss wasn't their wasn't champion. Alright. Uh, that's how about you? Would you want to see Oscar versus Alexa or Oscar versus Charlotte? I want to. I want her to go against Charlotte because I'm not ready for my belt to lose her belt yet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Now for my resident women's wrestling expert, Daisy. Oh man. oh, man. Wait, hasn't Oscar fought Charlotte before? No. Uh, um, no. I don't think so. 
Okay, then that's my okay. reason why, because I haven't seen them fight before. That was, I want to see them. I would, I would definitely like for Oscar to jump ship and go face Charlotte. I just don't think. I, I mean, I just, I don't. Something tells me Oscar, not Oscar. Um, Alexis is gonna have some problems in the form of Nia from Monday, so I think it should be Oscar versus Charlotte. Okay, I can listen to that. As the reasoning, uh, yeah, I think Asuka has pretty much beaten every woman on Raw so far. So I think it's bad. Yep, as you said, which is a good point. So it would be better for her to jump over to SmackDown and challenge Charlotte. But here's something interesting. There's okay. also someone else who has a chance to become WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. And she's about to come out on SmackDown right now to face Becky Lynch. And that is, of course, our Money in the Bank winner, Carmella. Now, okay. here's something. Okay. I'm going to drop an expletive right here. When the fuck are they going to have Carmella cast that in? That brings me to the question I'm about to ask. If Asha does win at WrestleMania, does Carmella cash in and not only become champion, but deliver Asha her first loss? I wouldn't do it. No. Oh, God, no. Hey, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Did, did, uh, the, uh, going back to this, does the Money in the Bank contract allow you to, uh, to fight any women's champion? It doesn't matter what brand they're on. Ooh. I think, you know, as far as I know, yes. She can jump, because if Oscar comes over to SmackDown, if I was Carmella, I'd take my little butt over to, to, to Raw and take on a lesson. I'm with you. That's a good point. I'm with you. I wouldn't want to run. I wouldn't want to want to run into the Oscar buzzball. <laughs> Would you? Would you run want to run into that buzzball? That'd be like Godzilla no, versus little Tokyo Brown. Mm-hmm. Career suicide, see that? And you just, and, but there's always the possibility no, that Charlotte could be the one delivering Oscar her first loss. They, I wouldn't be mad at, to be honest. That's true, they never have. Unfortunately, Oscar was in NXT when the four horsewomen were making their debut. Well, three of the four horsewomen were making their debut on the main roster. So they have yet to face each other. She also has yet to face Becky Lynn, and she's already beaten Charlotte a couple times. It's only a matter of time before she plays each other. All very good points. 
I'm on with you really well, and they have not yet had her making her opponent yet.
Now, of course, when something like this happens, there's major backlash from the rest of the community over something like this. People, of course, are calling out Sammy Callahan for being so, quote, careless in his attack on Eddie Edwards. And he's actually okay, said let me interview. stop you right there. Let me stop you right there because what we saw immediately afterwards, that was anything but somebody being careless. That was an, oh, shit, I legit just busted his face. I mean, yeah, he, I mean you can tell it's just about it. Yeah, it they were not pretty. They were pretty bad. Look, yeah. Sammy Callahan, the interview on Bus Open Radio, was talking about the incident. And he quoted us saying, if I have to apologize to the fans, I'm not coming and working for your company anymore. Shit happens. And right. a lot of people are saying that he's dangerous to work with. Oh, it turns out, yes, Eddie Edwards did break his eye socket. There you oh, go. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, he busted his face. Is Sammy telling him, right, and saying that he shouldn't apologize for something that happened? I mean, for, for, I mean I'm sure he wasn't intentionally trying to hit him in the face with the bat. But accents that just can't happen. But is he right to not apologize for it? Okay, was that part of the? Was that the part of the? Um, then you gotta look at it like this: Was this part? Was this part of the match? If it was a part of the match, and it's. Absolutely topic on conversation. Oh, jeez. Mm. I guess everything. That might be an untenable position. What? So Sammy's cashing in on it. Which on one hand, you don't, I can't blame him. Because, I mean, if it makes money, you know, fine. But at the same time, you just broke a dude's fucking eye socket. Kind of a little bit of remorse at least. So you just probably you improv with a baseball bat for some dude's face? I don't think he improved it, but he's certainly trying to cash in on it. Well, let's better share that jump with Eddie, cause eh, listen. But let's face it, when it comes to wrestling, 
sometimes bad publicity can work out because it seems like a lot of people are now talking about Impact Wrestling because of it. And let's face it, Impact has seemed to the point where they need all the publicity they can get. Yeah, but, but the saying that there's no such thing as bad press does not apply in this case. You think more people will turn off? I don't know if they'll turn it off, but they, they, I mean, it certainly can't be guy that, you know, A, broke a dude's eye socket, and B, isn't so much as apologetic in the least for it. You think maybe you apologize to Eddie in private and just turning up the, the asshole on, on social media? I'm sorry, say that again? I said, you think you probably apologized to Eddie in um, private, but on social media he's just cleaning up the asshole character? I don't know. That's the thing. I, I, it's kind of hard for me to know what to do, what, what he should do, considering that I'm not there. Great. Okay, in an interview that he did with WrestleZone regarding if he's spoken to Eddie Edwards since the incident... Then Callahan said, I legit maybe only saw him for 30 seconds, and then they were rushing him out of the ambulance. We haven't really talked because he isn't answering my call. I'm just letting him be. Well, yeah, you took a, you took a bat to his face. I wasn't even ready to talk to you either. <laughs> Yeah, that's that something about, yeah. Reminds me I mean, of the if whole someone took a baseball bat to my face, I don't think I'd want to be quick enough to want to talk to them. Reminds me of the whole thing with, uh, who was the second star? Oh, yeah, second star. Yeah. So it's just irritating me that now it was a freak accident that happened, and now Sammy's getting labeled as being unsafe and untrained. The man was working for the fucking WWE, obviously he's Well, Impact is going to need all the help they can get, considering that one of their top stars might be leaving. Who would that be? That dude is he okay? Oh my god. That has got to be a first right there. For those of you who may or may not be watching SmackDown, they were taking an outside shot of the arena they're at in Green Bay where it's snowing. And a guy went to go jump on the statue of. Um, so that's in front there, and he fell flat on his face, flipping on the snow. I got one more for that. I think you know what's coming. Yep. That's it right there. I was like, hey, bro, they got that on camera live. Well, you know. Yep, and it's out there for the oh, world. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was embarrassing. You fucked up. You fucked up. You, you fucked up. up. You fucked up. 
Okay. And on that note, all right. And that note, quick station identification. This is the horror king of the kingdom, Vinnie Marcellia, Inc. Sanity, and you are listening to the Squared Circle Cafe. All right, now, as I already alluded to earlier, Impact will be losing one of their top stars. It is being reported that Alberto El Patron, formerly known as Alberto Del Rio, met with Vince McMahon this week. And it could be likely that Del Rio may or may not be coming back to WWE. Man, can we talk about how all kinds of wrong that is? He's freaking burnt Vince how many times now? Vince would be asking Vince for the to bring him back. Not to mention, then him, I mean, okay, this is what I was talking to, uh, talking about uh, with uh, one of my followers. We just let somebody go that was involved in the domestic um, incident. And now you're trying to bring somebody else back in who has had that issue going on. And let's not forget, Paige is there. So you're going to bring in the dude that pretty much had her out for almost uh, a year and some change that was part of the reason why she was out back into the company. Man, get the fuck out of here. Well, everyone knows that anything um, and everything can happen in wrestling. Jeremy, I know you want to say something. Uh, I, I oh, I why? What are you thinking? Have you lost your fucking mind? Are you deaf? Gee, Jeremy, don't oh, hold fuck. back. I mean, fuck. You, you, you got to be an idiot to bring this guy back again. You have to be a player. I have to admit that I agree with everybody. For as much as I was an Alberto the Rio fan back in the day, recent events have kind of made sour him in my eyes, and I don't think him coming back to WWE would be such a good idea. And on top of that, the the dude's just boring at this point. I mean, it's the same old gimmick every time. Well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, if you say that, I'm going to punch you. Yeah, I don't think it should. I don't think it'd be a good idea, and it really shouldn't happen. El Patron, I mean, he had his run, and Vince really. Plus, as JC put it, his ex-girlfriend is on the WWE roster. So, unless they put him on SmackDown, the two of them are going to have to run into each other, and that's going to be one awkward, if not toxic, environment. So it would not be a good idea for Vince to bring up a throne back. So 
Considering that, considering that WWE is looking to or is going to have all co-branded pay-per-views. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. This, I would consider that's it more than likely that they're going to run into each other. No, it would not be a good idea. So let's just hope that this is just a passing rumor and he was only there to do filming for a video about Rey Mysterio, and that's it. All right, on to happier news. We have a new member of the Hall of Fame class going in this year, announced last night from Mudlick, Kentucky, the country boy himself, Hillbilly Jim, will be joining the class of 2018. Billy Jim, of course, was the dreamer who got plucked out of the crowd by Hulk Hogan and was trained and went on to become one of the most beloved WWE superstars on the roster. Having matches, of course, with King Kong Bundy at WrestleMania. Being a good old country boy. And being one of the most popular superstars on the roster, he last appeared on WWE programming as a member of the Legends House back in 2015, I believe. Something like that. So, so now he will be taking his place where he belongs in the WWE Hall of Fame, joining such announced superstars as Goldberg, the Dudley Boys. Ivory, Jack Jarrett, and Warrior Award recipient Jarius J.J. Robertson. All right. We haven't had a show in a while, so I'm going to ask you to give your opinions on each of the Hall of Fame inductees. First off, especially you, Jeremy, because I know you're a fan of his. What was your feelings about Goldberg being announced? Um... You know, I think it's overdue. Um, I mean, he did have until Oscar, until Oscar, that is. He did have, I believe it was the longest streak ever in WWE or WCW history. So it's it, it due. <laughs> Yep, Goldberg was quite the record breaker in professional wrestling. And you're saying it's long overdue? I am indeed. So I know you're excited to see him. So with that being said, who would you like to see in Dutch Goldberg in the Hall of Fame? Ooh, um... I would say either Scott Hall or Simon Dallas Page. Those are both awesome choices. So yeah, I mean the other the other obvious pick would be would be Hogan, given that he beat him for the title. But Hogan's kind of persona non grata at WWE right now. 
What about Eric Bischoff? Oh, okay. Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> oh, Easy E? Yeah, yeah, you could do Easy E, absolutely. All right, very good. Now I'm going to flip it over to you, Beth, because the next set of inductees I know you're happy to see. <laughs> what are your feelings about the Dudley Boys going into the Hall of Fame? Honestly, it's very well deserved. Of course, you being a Dudley Boys fan since day one in ECW. Indeed. You have a favorite memory of the Dudleys? <laughs> now we're down to one because we only got forty minutes left. <laughs> um, honestly, my favorite mem- my favorite memory with the Dudleys would have to be a ECW show. In Fall River, where they started talking smack about the crowd and the city of Fall River, and even though I wasn't from Fall River, I wasn't about to take that. I stood up, I started running my mouth right back at Bubba Ray Dudley, and uh, it took the 10 people that were with me, plus every Atlas security guard in the building, to keep me from my little front row seat hopping over the security barrier, and going into the ring after Bob. <laughs> also, of course, the Dudley Boys are one of the most decorated teams in wrestling history, having won titles in ECW and in WWE. When WCW was around, they also won WCW tag team titles. In WWE, I mean. And pretty much was the foundation of TLC matches back in the day with Edge and Christian and the Hardys. They, of course, brought the tables to the TLC portion of the matches and had some memorable moments in WWE as well. They are also well-deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. So, Beth, I ask you this question. Who would you want to see induct them into the Hall of Fame? There's only one person currently associated with the WWE that I feel is worthy of inducting the Dudleys into the Hall of Fame. And that would be Paul Heyman. Excellent choice. That's definitely an excellent choice. You were thinking that, Daisy? I was going to say, like, who was going to be? I was was thinking it was either going to be it was either going to be somebody that was involved with them doing the TLC days or Paul Heyman. But I was, like, thinking Paul Heyman because it kind of wouldn't make sense for them for him to do it. It does make sense. Um, my pick would have been my pick would have been the Hardys and Edge and Christian together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. Like I said, they were the foundation of TLC matches. Might as well bring over the L and the C. <laughs> All right, Daisy, now it's your turn. For the women's side, we're getting for the Hall of Fame one Miss Ivory. We've got to start in Glow Wrestling. At, as in, under Tina Ferrari was the first Glow yep. girl to wear the crown. And then went on to continue wrestling in the WWE. Has major successful title runs with the WWE Women's Championship. How do you feel about Ivory being in the Hall of Fame? Almost definitely. She totally deserves it. I mean, 
I mean, she was like, I remember seeing her when she was in Glow. So that's how I remember most of her, uh, a lot about her. Um, and, hey, remember, she was, like, part of, like, um, oh, man, my brain just went ahead. It just went away on that one. No censor. That's what I was thinking. So, I mean, she can't, like, she literally had to play, like, this really reserved woman, but she still pulled out where she could, like, you you know, she wasn't, like, all pooch, but she just literally pulled out that gimmick where she kicked ass. And she was, and she also had a few with China and which, uh, that's another thing I want to talk about, but, um, that being said, she definitely deserves it because she was like part of the. If anybody ever wanted to say she's part of the women's revolution that they that they're trying to push, they should go further back because she was one of the people that should definitely be in it. Um. So yeah, I definitely think that she is really deserving of her spot in the Hall of Fame. Now I ask you the question: Who do you want to Absolutely. see in Doctor? Oh man! Dude, I got like Molly Holly, Miss Jacqueline. Um, who else? God, if she was here and she was getting inducted, I say China. I mean. Mm. I mean, if she was, yeah, I would say, yeah. But, I mean, if we were, if I could say who could do it, if we were picking someone current, because they might go with someone current, um, dang, actually, I can't. Those would be my, those would be my, um, those would be my choices, either um, someone that's already a Hall of Famer, like Trish, Probably Lita. Um, yeah, they fought with her too. So one of uh, like one of uh, one of those ladies or Medusa. So I'll be fine with any of them. Just not Sunny. And I don't oh, my comments started. about her either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, I'm gonna keep that one to myself. <laughs> All right, and finally, well, not finally, but one of the more controversial names to be heading into the Hall of Fame, and that is, of course, J E double F, J A double R E double T double J, Jeff Jarrett. I pose this question to all of you. Question to all of you. Okay. What's your opinion on him going in? He's another one that I think deserves it. Um, solely for uh, solely for his contributions, or for his contributions both in WCW, uh, which it's little known that he was there for quite a while, uh, and it, and to the WWE as well. All right. All right. Beth? I'm going to see a giant stand-up face and not stare it out. 
So I take it you're not a fan of Jarrett going in. I'm not a fan of Jarrett. I've never been a fan of Jarrett at all in any way, shape, or form. I mean, look at the Mets he made TNA. Then he left it. Then he came back with GFW. Now, where the hell is GF? Now GFW is gone. Half that talent is gone, and TNA is still in the shape of being a sinking ship. He did absolutely nothing to help it. All right, JT? I just want to see Reby come out and beat the fuck out of him. No, seriously, but um, I'm not <laughs> sure. Yeah, Reby was one of the first ones to really quickly say something anti-Jarrett about him being inducted. Because after all, he did pretty much give them all grief. I just don't see well. Jarrett as being Hall of Fame material. I mean, granted, he's done a lot for wrestling, and he was quite the character back in the day. I mean, let's not forget the With My Baby Tonight song, which we later found out he lip-sank, and Road Dog actually sang it. Um, that's probably not the about thing that's cool. that was cool about him. He, he brought in Road Dog. That was about it. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see if I can remember. The only thing I can say about him is I, I, I got a wonderful catchphrase from him. Listen up, flatten up. When my day is hard on the go, but the hands on the clock keep spinning too slow. Because I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. Yep, that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only cool thing that came out of that whole thing with Jeff Jarrett. So I have to say that him being in the Hall of Fame, He'll pretty much be the only Hall of Famer booed as he's being accepted. I think what's going on is that they have, I think from what I heard a rumor is that they're, um, the WWE wants um, TNAs or Impact Wrestling uh, access to their video library. And this is probably one of the, the negotiated parts of it. Is by putting Jeff Jarrett in the Hall of Fame? Basically making him kiss his ass and get the video? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, they wanted well, a video. Like I said, considering, considering the video, I mean, um, yeah. It could also be part of the quid pro quo that let um, the the Hardys get the broken gimmick that let the um, that let EC3 come over as EC3 uh, from uh, or to NXT. Yeah, I mean, who knows who else? I mean, I can understand that scenario. It just seems kind of strange. But I will pretty much do guarantee that Jeff Jarrett will be the only Hall of Famer on record who's going to have entire speech probably booed out of the building. non Roman wise, just be in there? Oh, I'm sorry, Roman. Huh? <laughs> I... <laughs> Jeff probably heard what I said. <laughs> yeah, I heard what you Oh, please. <laughs> That's your boy right there. Mm-hmm. Hey man, he may be my 
my boy, but that's, I, I I have to you know acknowledge the fact that dude got booed every year he was there. So. You know, probably WWE Universe says. Yeah, that's true. All right, well. What? With one more addition to the Hall of Fame, um, I'm not talking about the Warrior Award because that's something completely different, um, even though the kid deserves it. There have been, that apparently the Celebrity Wing will be getting a new addition this year, and it's going to be a man who wants to perform one of Undertaker's theme songs, and that is, of course, Kid Rock. Man. Yep. That's one right there. Jeremy? Jeremy. Jeremy? Uh-oh. As long as, we don't, I think... as long as we don't have to sit through a musical performance, I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Wait a minute. Didn't Kid Rock get okay, beat guys, up at a Waffle let's House? Let's look at the bigger picture here. Let's look at the bigger picture here. If they had to pick for the celebrity a musical artist who the Undertaker used music from, I would much prefer it be Kid Rock than Fred Durst. <laughs> oh, God, man. Oh, God, no. Well, let's oh. look at it this way. Okay, let's look back on his um, disc- disc- uh, discography. Kid Rock did perform American Badass, which the WWE did use for The Undertaker when he was American Badass. They also, if you remember that CD that came up with Aggression, he performed mm-hmm. um, ZZ Top's Legs, for which Stacey Keebler used for her theme song for quite some time. And yeah. he's also done several songs that they've used as their themes for various pay-per-views. He also did Born Free, which they used for their Tribute to the Troops videos. And he performed a medley of his biggest hits at WrestleMania 25. Isn't that the one where he just had all the divas marching out? Yeah, for that WrestleMania mm-hmm. Battle Royal, the crown Miss WrestleMania, which turned out to be Santina, which was Santino in a dress. What are you talking about? Santina Marella is a completely separate entity from Santina <laughs> They're identical cousins. Have Bullshit, you not seen the kind show? It didn't happen. When was she born? On Rusev Day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and remember, my dear, you were born on Rusev Day, too, because... Leave it to Charlie to work in a Rusev Day shot. Day with Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with you two, is it Rusev Day every day? 
Hell no. Oh. Uh, did you say no hell no? Hell no. Okay, we got I Jeremy said saying hell no. no. Okay, Jeremy said hell no. What about you, JC? Certain days. Today, maybe. I don't know about tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> okay, so JC is into the Rusev day, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask Who you about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to admit the concept behind Rusev Day is pretty funny. Um, but I also have to ask this: Would you rather? Okay, here's a question for you: Would you rather celebrate Rusev Day or walk with Elias? Man, that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> Rusev Day was looking pretty good right now, isn't it? As opposed to walking with Elias. Uh, if he stopped no, raising the first... grandma's closet, we'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, I didn't know. Would you rather celebrate oh. Rusev Day or walk with Elias? Have to choose between those two alone. <sighs> Rusev Day sounds more painful, or, or less painful. Excuse me, less painful. But I'd rather get these hands. <laughs> okay. So Jeremy would rather walk with Elias. JC would rather walk with Elias. You want to celebrate? No, 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 no. No, I said, I said, Rusev Day is less painful. So he would go Rusev Day. Oh, so you pick Rusev Day? Okay. Rusev Day. Yeah, I said Rusev Day because it'd be less painful than walking with Elias seems to be lately. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. Jason, you want to celebrate Rusev Day? No, uh, I mean, Dad, I don't know. Can I like have? Can I have? Can I like go? Can I switch between them? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I like that. Rusev Day every day. Okay, so we got a tie here. So I suppose I'm supposed to be tiebreaker. Uh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? The life of my vinegar. Shut up. Well, I'm going to have to say this. If I, I mean, because with Rusev Day and Elias, you have to deal with singing either way. Because you got Aiden English singing the praises of Rusev Day, and then you got Elias singing about walking with Elias. I'd rather sit through an in-English operata than Elias song. So, yes, it is Rusev Day for me. Elias owes me a song about Atlanta because he didn't show up last time, which was which sucked. <laughs> I was waiting on that one. You might get him on the Oh, crap. Now, Jason, guess what? What? I just thought about that. Atlanta's going to get the last show right before WrestleMania. And I decided not to go. Oops. 
Oh, well. Speaking of which, JC, let me do a little mini interview with you. You are going to WrestleMania. Yay. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going to, so from April 5th to April 10th, I am going to be in New Orleans for WrestleMania. Well, actually, from April 5th to April 9th. I'm not going to Raw and SmackDown because I'm already got a full, full field pack weekend. So I said I'll just come home and watch those two. Um, I don't want to get wrestling burnout. <laughs> um, that definitely just happened for WrestleMania. Because I've been there and done that from WrestleMania that was here um, in 2011. I did the whole entire thing. Oh, yikes. Um. Now, this will be your second WrestleMania or your third? Second. So, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to fan access. I'm going, I'm going to see uh, Roman Reigns and the Hardy Boys. So, and then I'm going to go to WrestleMania. So, yeah, I paid the ticket. I paid the the premium VIP to see Roman. So, laugh at, go ahead and laugh at me. <laughs> Why were we laughing at you? You've been wanting to meet Roman Reigns for the longest time. <laughs> hey, so you've been wanting to meet Roman Reigns for the longest time. There's no way I'm gonna laugh at you. Dude, I'm gonna go see well, the Hardy too. So now I'm like, like seriously, do you progress on Friday and Saturday at noon? Yes, I'm literally <laughs> going to be. I said what? You're like, going to you're going to like vicariously through you, and Friday and Saturday you're going to go to the noontime progress show. Oh man, um, damn it! Doing a little advertisement. Yes, I know, man. I'm putting this way. I'm put put it this way. I'm gonna. I, this is my first time in New Orleans, so I'm gonna absorb as much as I can in a little bit of time I'm there. So, you know. <laughs> hey. What is it? Hey, we just we were just talking about huh? Rusev. Breaking news from WWE. Shinsuke Nakamura will face Rusev this Sunday at that point. Really? Yep. Well, that explains the promo they had just, earlier. It just came across. It just came across on the uh, WWE app. Very nice. Very nice. Oh yeah, indeed. <laughs> so JC, I know you're looking forward to your VIP experience with Roman Reigns, but. What else are you looking forward to at WrestleMania other than the show itself? Like, what, like, what some of the things you'd like to see again that you saw at the last WrestleMania you went to? I don't know. I mean, I want, uh, I, I want to. You know what I really want to see? I just want like when I went, they had like for the like, they had like these like. Extravagant interests and stuff, which they don't really get to do that much anymore. And I'm hoping they kind of like 
blurred a little. Because I want to see what they do with the main event. I want to know who, um, who's going to be on Oh, we got a musical guest. I got to check back on it. I saw it yesterday. Um, oh, shoot. Hey, speaking of Roman, he's on TV. Um, what else I want to see? Um, I'm hoping that, I'm just hoping that Jeff shows up doing something. I don't know, just show up, come on stage. I don't know if he's going to be wrestling or not. This would be great if he was wrestling. I just know he's going to be in New Orleans. I don't know what he's going to, other than the VIP, I don't know what he's going to do in New Orleans. Um, but for the most part, I'm probably like in between the the between access and WrestleMania. My cousin, who's already been in New Orleans, he promised me a promised me a tour of the city. So, like I said, I'm gonna try to squeeze in as much as I can of the experience as long you know for the short amount of time I'm gonna be there. Well, if I gave you a list, would you go to a famous voodoo shop that's down there and give me some stuff? <laughs> Not that I practice voodoo or anything, but, you know, I mean, would like some stuff. <laughs> so don't get any ideas, folks. I swear to God, <laughs> if she comes back with Yo, a voodoo man, doll I wanna go to... and you put my hair on it and turn a voodoo doll into me and stuff starts happening, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I look up and and Kevin and and Sammy is attacking AJ and who the other dude? Um, Dog. Ziggler. Damn. I forgot. Oh, well, this is of course leading up to the six pack challenge that's happening this Sunday at Fastlane. Those are just four of the members involved in the matchup. This has been their oh, modus operandi oh. the entire time. Yep. Oh, yeah, exactly. I heard that Dean's supposed to be at uh, WrestleMania uh, Access 2. Dean's supposed to be there. I know. Dean, of course, out with an injury right now, which sucks for me because I need my Dean Ambrose fix. <laughs> and, and I hate that being a I, I, I'm not trying to throw anything out there. And it may be just because, oh, I see green. Oh, Shane. Um, I mean, uh, let's say um, Renee had been out sick. Um, she's out sick. She was out sick yesterday, and she's out sick today. So I was like, she's out sick, huh? So I'm not throwing anything out there, and I'm just probably my wild imagination. But um, yeah, well, I mean, her being sick, you know, with everything happening nowadays, and how a lot of WWE roster was sick, you know, the last thing to want is for anyone else to get sick. So it's hard for her to stay home and take it easy. Right. Her due date is two days before WrestleMania. Hello? Ah. Renee Young? Oh, no. I thought you were talking about Marie's. My mind wandered. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. For a brief moment, she thought that Renee Young would be pregnant. But no, Renee Ooh, Young is just out sick. 
Beth said it because I was thinking it. Ah. <laughs> uh. Let's not start any rumors. We're bad. Let's leave it alone. Let's leave it alone. We're jumping to conclusions. Yeah, anyway, we're we've really jumped off, off the rails, rails man. where we've jumped. Yeah, <laughs> way off the rails. So let's get back to where we were before, and that's of course Baron talking Corbin? to Jason about getting ready for WrestleMania. So as Baron Corbin comes out because Shane McMahon, instead of doing the tag team Teddy way. Decides he's going to have a fatal five way matchup, which is holla, holla, holla. which was originally supposed to be in the matchup at Fast Lane, but this time the title's not on the line. It's just a five of them. I don't in the get, why are you going to have a match that's going to, I don't know. That means that's just like giving it away for free. Why are you going to have a match on TV? Well, the only difference between this one and the one we're going to have on Sunday is that John Cena isn't there. Oh, okay. So it's just, this was the original match that we were supposed to have before John Cena interjected himself into the matchup by beating AJ Styles last week. So this is our main they event tonight. They could have made John Cena the host of WrestleMania. God dang. Oh, I know. All right, they're doing the WrestleMania promo, and it's 33 days away until WrestleMania. Oh, my bad. I was, I was no, okay. We were all trying to figure it out. Yeah. I was hardwired to uh, sit on the 7th because of the stuff. And then he the other day. Say again? They said it was five weeks away a few days ago, or on uh, Monday's Raw, so yeah. All right. Switching on over down to Florida, and that is NXT. Uh, unfortunately, last week, unfortunately, last week, if you saw NXT, you saw that, um, or should I say a couple weeks back, Johnny Gargano had a title matchup against Andrade Cien Almas. With the stipulation being that if he could not win the title from from Almas this time around, Johnny Gargano would have to leave NXT. And just when it seemed like Johnny Gargano was about to get his title, Tommaso Ciampa interfered once again, causing him to lose. And, of course, this means that Johnny Gargano has to leave NXT. Now, of course, this also this could possibly mean that Johnny Gargano could be heading up to the main roster. Which show do you think Gargano would be better suited for, Raw or SmackDown? Beth, we'll start with you. Mm-hmm. I kind of want him on Raw, but let's see Gargano versus Balor. Ooh. That's a dream match for you? Yes. All right. She said Raw because she would like to see him versus Finn Balor. All right. Jeremy, how about you? Which show do you think Johnny Gargano would be a better fit in, Raw or SmackDown? I would honestly, I would put him on SmackDown because Raw Seemingly is the the uh, the show of giants, 
and I don't want to see him squashed by Braun Strowman and Elias and you name the you name the big guy here. At the same time, I and I know you didn't ask this, but at the same time, just so Beth could have the dream match, which I agree would absolutely be a dream match. Just to keep the dream match intact, you move Bauer as well. All right, very nice. Okay, very nice. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, I was gonna say SmackDown because yeah, it's like little guys don't get much unless you like someone like Finn Balor or or, or yeah. I would say Seth, but Seth is not really a cruiserweight. But um, if the, jumping off of what Jeremy said, um, like for that match to happen, you know, bring over uh, bring over Finn. Um, it was like rumors going on that they might be doing another superstar shakeup. So that might be a possibility. All right, well, I would have to agree with you guys because I feel like NXT guys don't get the right amount of respect on Raw as they would on SmackDown. I think that SmackDown seems to be a better fit for a lot of NXT guys. So, for me, yeah, I would have to say Gargano on SmackDown, but agreeing on best point is that I personally, somewhere down the line, would love to see him versus But let's not forget, too, if from now on the little pay-per-views are going to be both shows, we still can get Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano, even if both guys are on different shows. You know what I'm saying? There is that possibility of having that matchup happening. But, of course, this kind of stinks because we're not going to get the closure we need between Gargano and Ciampa. Because let's face it, it was because of Ciampa that Gargano had the bad luck that he had, and it was because of Ciampa that he lost his matchup, which ended his career in NXT. Who could forget that evil smile that Ciampa had on his face as he was waving goodbye to Gargano as the match ended? I mean, that was pretty creepy right there. Mm-hmm. Also, too, for NXT, it was recently announced that the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic will be returning, and it will be starting very soon. And we already have the bracket set for the Classic. As soon as I can get the information here. Yep, they're going to be, like um, like Beth said, it's going to be starting this week. But I'm trying to find here, and of course, WWE's not working with me, the bracket for the Dusty Rhodes Classic. I find some news here for it. 
All right. Well, uh, I hate it when I cannot find the information that I need, but I do know that the opening contest is going to be the finals from 2016's rematch, and that is, of course, TM61 versus the Authors of Pain in the opening round of the Dusty Rhodes Classic. And, of course, if you remember the last time that happened, to make sure that there was going to be a fair winner, at least in Regal's mind, they had um, Paul Ellering in a shark cage above the ring. But as you remember, Paul Ellering dropped the chain from the cage to the Authors of Pain, who used it against TM61 and wound up winning the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Versus Heavy Machinery. TM61 versus Authors of Pain. Tina Sanatelli and Riddick Moss versus Sanity. And uh, this is going to be the hard one for me. Oni Lurkin and Danny Birch versus Mustache Mountain, a.k.a. Trent Seven and Tyler Bates. That's looking like a pretty promising set right there. Of course, would you like to explain to everyone why Mustache Mountain versus Oni and Danny is going to be tough on you? Well, okay. For those of you in the know who, you know, have followed him, Oni Lorcan used to be known as one fifty cents. He's a local guy from this area. I actually, a couple of weeks ago, had the, perp- had the pleasure of at actually the most recent what wrestling show of Danny Birch, a.k.a. Martin Stone, coming up to me and starting a conversation with me, asking me what I thought of his match that night versus Keith Lee. And then, well, you know, in, in case, you know, you haven't paid much attention to the show or this is your first time listening, I am a huge fan of British wrestling and as they are known elsewhere, British Strong Style, and they're being called here Mustache Mountain, Fred Seven and Tyler Bate are two of my favorites. So, it's just, it's very hard for me to pick a winner for that one. Well, you've heard the brackets, and you've heard the different matches that are going to be happening, but between the tag teams, Street Profits, Heavy Machinery, TM61, Authors of Pain, Mustache Mountain, Oni Larkin and Danny Birch, Sanity, Dino Sabatelli, and Riddick Moss. Who would you say are your picks as the leading contenders for the Dusty Rhodes Classic? Beth, let's start with you. Who do you see, who would you like to see go all the way? Okay. My heart tells me I'd like to see the fi- I'd like to see the finals for that. The TM sixty one versus Mustache Mountain. But my brain tells me that TM sixty one isn't gonna get half the office paid again. All right. JC, how about you? Who would you like to see go all the way in the Dusty Rhodes classic? Oh man. I don't feel bad because I haven't been keeping up. So, uh, 
Okay, I feel bad. I want to like give it to Jeremy and let him and let him uh, tell his part. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Okay. Uh, <sighs> on the one hand, authors of pain probably will get called up at some point soon as contenders for the for the bar. So they have less of a chance. But on the other hand, I really can't see any other teams that make sense. Um I mean you could you could get to Mustache Mountain or T M six one. Um you know what? I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go against what my brain is telling me. I'm going with TM sixty one to get past the authors of pain and go all the way. Yeah, I mean I'm one of those scenarios where my brain and heart are telling me two different things. Yes, Jeremy? Sorry? I thought you said something. No. No, I just said TM61 is who I'm going with. I, I, As much as my brain says they can't get past the Authors of Pain, and the Authors of Pain are likely to be the buzzsaws buzz of the division, I, I just, I got to pick TM61. Yeah, I have to go with my head and heart scenario because my heart really, really wants to see Oni Lorcan go far in this tournament because I've been wanting to see him break out for so long, and I think his tag team tag team with Danny Bird would be a brilliant idea for a possible future tag team title run. But I'm looking at this whole bracket, and I'm going to go way out there and go with a dark horse in this one. I'm thinking Sanity to possibly win this whole thing. In fact, I would like to see Sanity versus Heavy Machinery. That would have been, I think that would actually be pretty awesome. But personally, like I said... It would be curious, yeah. But my heart is going for really only Lorcan and Danny Birch. Because it's like, I spoke with Danny Birch, a.k.a. Martin Stone, at the same show that Beth and I went to that she was referring to earlier. And I asked him, you know, how's Oni doing? And he goes, well, he'll be back from injury in a couple weeks. And it just so happened that a couple weeks after he told me that, the tournament bracket was announced, and boom, there it was. Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. And it was like, ah! So, yeah, I got the inside tip, so speak. So, JC, have you um, figured out? No. And I'll tell you why. Like I said, I haven't really been, like, watching a lot of uh, stuff, like, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Um, so, I don't want to just throw out a team, just throw out a team, so... 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put an NA because I can't really give an answer on it. Oh, I understand. I get well, it. I was gonna say, hell, I haven't been able to watch NXT in a while, and <laughs> I was able to make a pick. Yeah, I mean, I was like, if I was like, if I was gonna make a pick, my first, my when you name the team, my first thing, the first team that popped in my head was Sanity. To be honest. But I didn't want to like, just throw that out enough. there. Yeah, I didn't want to just throw it out out there like that. Okay. Yeah, that's perfectly understandable. I mean, especially if you haven't watched products in a while. So, well, if you get a chance, you can sure check it out because the tournament does start this week and everything's going to be culminating at NXT TakeOver WrestleMania weekend. So be sure to check that out as soon as possible. Of course, if you can't watch it live, you can always watch the replay on WWE Network at any time. That's the beauty part about that thing. So pretty happy about that. So before we go, let's do one more quick station identification. This is the Psychedelic Warrior Dave Cole, and I think, no, I know you should listen to the Squared Circle Cafe. All right, so with the last few minutes we have on the show as SmackDown wraps up to an end here, um, pretty much I think the general consensus among all of us, especially with it being WrestleMania season, is the fact that it's not feeling like it's WrestleMania season. It's feeling like this pay-per-view is like any other pay-per-view, like Fastlane coming up this Tuesday. I mean, what would you like to see happen that will make you want to stand up and say, hey, I'm watching WrestleMania. I mean, JC, you're going to WrestleMania, so that's a given excitement right there. But what would you want to see that would make you really say, whoa, I need to see this? Yeah. Well, if I was if I wasn't going, but I was just watching it on TV. Um, of course, Roman. But I would trump trump this with saying I just want to see Jeff Hardy back in the ring. I'm kind of dying to see him because I miss him. I mean, I would definitely would like to see Jeff Hardy in a match. And I don't care what type of match. I, mean, I do care what type of match. But just to see Jeff Hardy at WrestleMania. Uh, Jeremy? Uh, what would make me feel like it's WrestleMania would be a huge, like, multi-man ladder match for the, or the U.S. Championship. All right, that sounds like a good idea. Just a train wreck of a match. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Beth, how about you? What would make you really make you feel like this is WrestleMania season? Let's see. First of all, Undertaker hasn't been involved in anything leading up to it. That's always a telltale sign that it's WrestleMania season. But honestly, I also have to say, I also have to say, 
they're just kind of dropping the ball everywhere because, honestly, they're not even really building for takeover. I'm not even really excited for takeover yet, and takeover is usually better than the main show. Yeah, I have to say, up until the mixed match, up until the mixed tag match that was announced, it didn't really feel like there was much going on. I just want to see like them come out with something that you would never expect, like a match that you wouldn't think would happen, but yet all of a sudden it's going to happen. But personally, I do not want to see John Cena win on Sunday. I don't want to see any of the guys win on Sunday. I want to see AJ retain. So I can be excited to have that dream match of AJ versus Nakamura. That's really what I want to see. So that would make me feel like it's definitely WrestleMania season. Have a dream match on the way. And Speaking if you of things not make, expected, yeah? Um, yeah. Zane just pinned Kevin Owens. Yeah, it was yeah, Kevin Owens he pinned. Yes. Oh, that's not going to go over well. That's definitely not going to go over well this Sunday. There's the pregnant woman and there's the pole vault. (laughs) All right. Now, with that being said, go to all of our social media. You can follow us on Twitter at SCC Podcast. Email us if you want to welcome us back, squarecirclecafe at gmail.com. Buy yourself a t-shirt. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Square Circle Cafe. Get yourself a new shirt. I'm buying, I'm seeing new shirts up and about every day, and I'm sure JC will have our new pattern up pretty soon. Like us on Facebook, Square Circle Cafe. Follow us on Tumblr, SquareCircleCafe.Tumblr.com. Follow Beth at Becky Page. Follow Jeremy at Jeremy, Jeremy, what's your Twitter handle again? Uh, Jeremy Moses, 85. Follow JC at HardyCat1027. Follow me at that Daria chick. It's been great having you guys, and I will see you guys here next time. Later. Later. Thank you for tuning in. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. (laughs) 